why would you be against it when you can literally go to work or go to wherever you need to go and play a video game, read a book? Oh, that's why right. they're okay. I'm sorry. I was totally missing the link there. Okay. So yeah, it, you're right. It would make sense to be able to play video games in it because obviously it drives itself. Okay. Yeah. Now I get it. I was like, I don't understand the, the, <laughs> <laughs> I missed the, yeah, the dude. grab the wheel. I have to fight this Griffin. Hello and welcome to the party. We are looking for more of your podcasts for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development, and gaming culture. I'm your host, Phoenix, also known as the Morgan. I am joined by my returning party members. Welcome back, the Nathan Napalm. Hey, glad to be here. And welcome back, the Dark Lord himself, Lex, or whatever. What's up, people? What a potty people. So uh, before we dig in too far, I got to give back a shout out to all of these supporters here on Twitch, YouTube, and uh, the podcast places and Patreon, all that. All of you who support this financially, all that good stuff. It's greatly appreciated. And, uh, you know, thanks so much for keeping the parties, bags, packed and provisions stocked for all of our adventures here on the show or out in the other fantasy grounds that we play in, friends. Dudes, it is with a heavy heart that I have to announce that Total Freak won't be able to join us for a while. He is active duty. He's got some stuff going on, so it might be a little while. We'll probably see him again, but for now, he's on a bit of a hiatus, so it's unfortunate, but we will endure. We will miss him, right? But uh, He will return. He will he return. Will. He will. He'll extend it AFK. Yep. Extended AFK, man. When you're active duty and you got stuff going on, man, it's part of the deal, you know. So it's all right. He's out spreading the corruption. <laughs> he's, out, he's out spreading the corruption, <laughs> and I just spread the dark. Speaking of dark, certain games have been in the dark for a while. You don't hear a whole lot when certain games are in development. The dark period for many games is kind of coming up because most studios kind of have their quieter periods. We're kind of approaching one of those quieter periods. Um, you've got your typical release date periods when games get hyped during like E3 and Gamescon, all these different events. But man, games are in development. Sometimes you got dark periods because they're working on the game. They got their heads down. They're tucked in work, doing the work. And um, yeah, I think that sometimes people don't really recognize that's part of game development i you know obviously cover a lot of ashes of creation and it was like a facebook group right and this is a perfect reflection of that there's a facebook facebook group where i go and i post like hey stuff's up blah 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 share some things people might miss on the discord if they're not in the ashes discord right doing my part to kind of spread the word such as it is well I'm like posting a thing because like Stephen Sharif, you know, CEO, creative director dropped like this thing on Twitter yesterday. And it's like pretty cool because it was one of like the cosmetics. And I remember seeing a comment from someone who shall not be named. And this person was like, it's been four years. They haven't even got it in beta yet. And you're like, and I'm just sitting there reading this. And they're like, it's not this, not that. And they need to do this and they need to do that. And I'm like, that's some entitled gamer mentality bullshit right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Four years MMO. Mm, not that long. Not that long. Nah. Not that long. Nope. Every time I hear that, I always want to tell people, I'm like, can you do better? No. 
Well, then shut up. <laughs> He's serious. I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw the... a comment chat. Slap a bitch. So, so I can, I can explain. How do you think this happened? <laughs> <laughs> I can explain why I think people are like that, right? Because up until more recently, we didn't learn about the game until it was very deep far yeah. into development, right? Yeah. And then it felt, and then it was a couple of years the game comes out. So to most people, just they just feel like we hear about the game, it should be out in a couple of years, right? Um, but, you know, that's just not the reality of a crowdfunded or an indie developer or, mm-hmm. um, you know, even today, period, you know, uh, mm-hmm. even even big publishers now will go ahead and start talking about a game and when it's very early, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's evolved in a very odd way. Normally with AAA studios, like 10 years ago or so, they would be in development for four or five years before they even tell you about it. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, on average, an MMO, depending on the grandeur and the size of the team, takes about six to seven years to do. Yeah. Um, because MMOs are gigantic projects. And with indie, or with the development of indies, mm-hmm. now they have to gather support on their own. Yeah. They have to come out early. They have to come out and tell people what's going on because they need to get an influx of funds to help pay for it. You can't work 40 hours a week and then expect somebody to put an extra 40 to 60 hours into a game for mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. I mean, most of us will anyway because it's we love it. But, but you got to eat. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, you got to eat. So, you know. Lucky likes to eat, and I'm pretty sure other people do too. Right, right. You can't <laughs> right. eat code. That's right. I mean, <laughs> and with the evolution of that, you know, a lot of these AAA studios are seeing that indie developers have virtually nothing in terms of what they can pump out and are getting relatively decent amounts of funding, or at least they were for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they started doing it. Then, you know, this whole early access thing started, which just the gears of development are so mucky right now. It isn't even funny. Yeah. I think it's like one in maybe two thirds of the people I talk to have no idea what's involved in even making an MMO, but they talk to you like they know everything and they know exactly how things should be done and where they should be. Yeah. You know, it's like one of the things I always notice too is like they just people like you said I think also the the early access element to a lot of games you know going out in early access so many people think like the minute that you hear that a game's in development like you know it means it's gonna be an early access or like a beta soon so you know I think there's like a lot of cultural like enmeshment if you will between like the different types of like games that release like where they release at what the stages are to their development process versus like the uh, transparency timeline in which you know about it. Right. Um, Cause like you said, it's like sometimes they're in development for so many years before you even find out that they're a thing, but people like open the door, the, the glass window, so to speak. So you can actually see into the fact that it exists. And at that point, well, what do you got to show for it already? Um, yeah. Right. And, yeah. and the early access thing is a risky game, right? So, yeah. like, uh, you have some games that do it, and I think they do a good job, like Reign of Darkness, uh, for example, yeah. uh, is an early access for now. And um, I think they did that correctly, right? And that's how they funded the game. They got zero funding, uh, got the game to that point where it was playable and had enough content. They felt comfortable releasing it, early access, and then they've updated the living crap out of it since then. Um, 
but the problem but there's problems with that now so like now reign of darkness doesn't when they when they do make it to uh alpha beta right. and then they make it to the official launch mm. the magic now is gone already right like mm -hmm. there is no big launch anymore it's a very gradual soft uh landing in the launch and that's you don't get that impact then right um so it's yeah. risky what do you do do you do you do a early access your game's not finished and you take all the crap at the beginning and everybody complaining because people judge as a, a fully game it doesn't matter what you say you're charging money for it therefore people are going to say they're going to they're going to review it etc et those reviews are there forever right uh they don't mm -hmm. they, they don't there. go away over time they don't go away right like um mm. a good one i like to point out that I, I find the most interesting, you, and the game does fine. It's you know one of the most popular MMOs. But Final Fantasy fourteen, we all know the story. You don't have to go through it, but their ratings are still kind of low because of the initial ratings from the first iteration of the game yeah. were so poor yeah. that even though people generally accept the 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 Realm Reborn and everything, their ratings are still kind of crappy because yeah. they, you can't take it away. It's it's right. already done. You know? It's still considered one of the you know better MMORPGs to play currently too. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would even say that. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, and yeah. let's put it this way. Okay, so I'm a part of Defend the Night. Yep, but I'm also a part of another unannounced <clears throat> game that's in development. Yeah, you are. Our, <laughs> our strategy is until we have something playable, we don't. We're not even going to announce. It. Yeah, we just that's we wise. can't. We can't afford. The team is small. Most of our inexperienced, and that's okay because of the goal of of this particular project. But we know going in that we can't do even what the indies do. It, it's, it's essentially PR suicide. Mm. Yeah. So it could be three years until we even say, hey, look at what we're making. You know? And that's hard because I want to talk to people about what I'm doing all the time. If I'm designing something for DTN, I want to talk to people about it. If I'm yeah. working on something for this other one, I want to talk about it. But I can't because it's like, oh, by the way, look at what we're doing. Word spreads like wildfire. And you're like, well, that plan went out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Changes the trajectory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's hard. Uh, yeah. 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 Once yeah. you're once once the, the game has a, a people like give it a feeling or, or or whatever, like, oh, that's you know, if you show it too early, they're like, oh, yeah, that's that crappy game. It looks like, you know, it looks, like it looks that crap. And it's like, dude, that was like five years ago. The game looks <laughs> right. awesome now. There's, right. there's an analogy I used a lot when talking about Pantheon is that they lit the dynamite, the, the dynamite, the fuse for it. They lit it too early. I agree. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. now all of a sudden you're scrambling and you, you either have to get out of the way and hope to God everything happens right or it's going to blow up in your face. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. They lit that fuse on day one, man. Yeah, they, they were like five deeps deep, five days deep in the development. Like, here's the game. We're in the world, guys. Just want to show it off. Like, dang, right. you just I mean, started. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I, I get the excitement. I, if yeah, anybody yeah. here of, the, of us three gets the excitement, I get it. I really, yeah. really do. And, and that was the very beginning of like crowdfunding. You know, like right. they, nobody that knew. Was like, nobody we have knew. a server that has ten lines of code in it that just barely works. Look yeah. at what it can do. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's a that's a that's a good point. So like I want to hit up on one particular point, which is essentially where's the point? Uh not this one. That one's gonna be fun to talk about. Um, but basically that so there was a business roundup kind of talking about how, you know, like Activision Blizzard's been uh, you know, delivering, which we got a tie-in on that too. 
Um, it might have to do with whether or not y'all got phones. <laughs> I feel like if you didn't get that reference, then you're probably a little behind on some of this. Um, but you know what? So the, I'm just going to read this preface, uh, and this is how my preface are like combo piece, right? So the MMO Kickstarters have lost the faith of the genre's player base. I mean, I think, let me let me go from there. Like, you feel like that's pretty accurate? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's I putting it to, very politely. I, I, I hate to say it, but yeah, yeah, I would if I was being honest, I would say I believe that's accurate. Um, I mean, we talk we've talked about several games in the past year where I mean, it's a, a prime example of just not doing right by the people, man. Um, they basically cut the corners on a square table mm-hmm. so much that it's rounded. Yeah. And yeah. people are sitting there going, we wanted a square table. You yeah. told us you were giving us a square table. It was yeah. the vision of a square and then, table. And what do they do? They go, well, it's still a table. Have fun. Mm. Yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah. And that's that's another point. So, but for kickstarted games or crowdfunded games, the, as a, you know, when we're talking about gaming, like gaming itself has done really well on Kickstarter. It says video game score. This is per the new ICO partners report via uh, Gibbs or GI biz. Uh, It says video games scored 23 million through Kickstarter last year, the highest since 2015. Though that was for slightly fewer games than in 2019, meaning the games ha- that funded made more than those that funded in 2019. But it's also worth noting that only six of those games generated more than half a million dollars on the platform. So you're saying that's a lot of games that contributed to that greater pool. So games are yeah. still getting crowdfunded. Games are still doing well in regard to crowdfunding. But in terms of MMORPGs, it's a bitter, it's a bitter vibe, bitter taste in your mouth. However you want to kind of frame that. And um, yeah, like I said, we've talked about uh, several. I mean, I think of uh, like, yeah, I think I think I want to mention, though, yeah. that in my opinion, a big not the whole picture. Right. But mm. a big portion of that that I don't think a lot of people are looking at is that a lot of that crowd of people who do crowdfund or looking for that MMO mm. are already invested in one. They're invested yeah, in fair. Ashes. They're invested in Pantheon. They're already got their home. They're mm. now waiting on it. So they're not going to be as likely to invest in another one. They're not interested. They already found their niche, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. You need I to wait for the next wave, wave, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all remember a game called Oath that went to yes. Kickstarter? Yes. Yeah, where's that? I that thought they... Old- that was one that had all the issues with the artists that they had. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I backed I, it. I looked into it a little bit and I was just like, <clears throat> okay, I'm one of those kind of people that drama from the outside is kind of like, <laughs> you idiots. Uh, but it got <laughs> so bad. I was like, I can't even, I can't even watch. It right. feels bad, dude. That discord's dead. The developers mm-hmm. don't talk for over a year now. I, th- I think it's been silently uh, murdered. Yeah, so you got to think about how the all the money that they they take they've taken in. They still haven't delivered anything. And they I mean, this is just another example. Chronicles Lyria is another one, the Titan Re- Reach one that went that didn't really perform well because of how we how it looked. We talked about this on past episodes. <clears throat> I'm bringing up Oath because I did back it. I I I was a little cautious. I was like, oh, I don't know about this one. I'll throw 50 in. It'll get me into alpha. I can cover it. Could be something great. Tell Ashes. So like Nathan said, kind of waiting on it. Already backed it significantly. That's the the dream, the the goal, right? Uh, come hell or high water, like I'm there staying the course. You know, picked it, chose it, dedicated to it. 
doesn't yeah. mean that there aren't other games along the way that like I might not equally like as much or play a lot. That doesn't right. mean it at all. It just means in terms of that financial investment. <clears throat> but there is, from my perspective, enough uh, evidence that supported the vision. And the vision, although it's had a, some rough patches where you kind of questioned it or didn't know how to feel about some of the things on that pathway, the vision has stayed true even though things were difficult along the way. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's the thing. Right. Oath was an example of one of the ones that did get funded, did go into development. The artist situation happened and they went silent. Now their, their current statement that has not changed so far is that they are in closed development and they're not sharing anything until they're ready which might be what it is, right? And it's possible. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Well, if you look at like this case, so that, if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, so please don't take this as gospel. Right. Um, that artist was responsible for the majority of the assets they were using. Yeah, it was a set of artists too, a little studio. I think uh, what they called the um, right. Yeah. So, you, you know, let's just assume that they just cut ties, get just get it over and done with, right? Yeah. That essentially means that they have no assets they're starting from scratch, although they still have their code. Mm -hmm. Well, if they're forced to do it themselves, they're not artists. So it's probably not going to look good, which is not going to help their case at all. So they have to spend time scouting artists. They have to find 3D modelers. You know, the whole works now. And they're essentially starting almost from scratch. So mm -hmm. can I blame them from, from go, for going silent? Well, not really. But in a way, I can because you can still communicate okay. with your community and yeah. keep them keep everything alive. I mean, yeah. setbacks happen. Any developer that tells you that things go smoothly <clears throat> is a freaking yeah. liar. No way. Yeah. There's yeah. no. There's not. I. This other project I'm a part of. We had troubles on day four. <laughs> I kid you not. We had we had like people shouting at each other on day four, but we got through it. Yeah, I'm now. Like is, is, is it going to happen again? Probably. Why? Because, well, I'm a, I'm a bit of an ass, <laughs> to be honest. But um, it happens to everybody. Yeah. In development with the MMO, um, it never ends. So, like, uh, yeah. it never ends. So, like, even at launch, you know, obviously, there's, the players are going to find crazy bugs and things. And, it's, and you know, and it just never ends. It just, it's ongoing, yeah. right? Man. I'm looking at the last post and preview on the Oath Discord because I'm still in there because I did I did back it, you know. So I am still hopeful because it looked it genuinely looked like it would be fun, you know. It'd be a fun game to I jump into. I remember looking into it and going, "I'm gonna keep my eye on this." Yeah, 2019 October 15, 2019 was the last update. As a lot of you know, we're working on the playthrough video, but we realized we haven't shared anything in a while. So here's a few little clips of parts of the recording. Remember, it's still pretty early in development. It was shortly after this. And this is the point in time, so the video is still on track to be released at the end of this month of October. Then that whole situation unfolded. And after that, the statements from Stephen, uh, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, who is Ready Up Studios, uh, basically reported that due to the nature of the legal situation, that they were going to be just kind of, you know, kind of going silent, essentially, until they had something to show us. And there has not been any announced anything that's been announced since that point in time, right? And right. if there has been, I've missed it. 
I've even got a couple, you know, people in my own community who've been like watching that game and, but you know, but like, let's just put it this way, right? This is a great example. Sure. Maybe they got stuff going on. Sure. Maybe they're going to deliver something. We don't know, right? Facts and evidence right. is the only way to know for sure. We don't have facts that what they're saying isn't true. So, right. Unlike, but here's, here's the problem though. Yeah. And it's, it's a problem that a lot of games have, at least right now, that the less you say, yeah, the more room you have for people to assume the word. Because most gamers are negative now. Yeah. yeah. Just on the face mm-hmm. of it, just because of everything that's happened. Yeah. You know, we're talking about games that you love that do an expansion and completely ruin it for you, to Kickstarter things that take millions of dollars and then run away. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame any gamer who is yeah naturally a pessimistic now when when looking at new games. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but as a developer, you have to realize that because this is the current state of things, the less you say, the more you're letting negative negativity seep into what you're creating. Yeah. Community and around it, doesn't, it too. It doesn't and take then... much to stave it off either. It really doesn't. It takes like mm-hmm. maybe a com- a conversation with one or two people a month. And then, it, and then the problem is, is not only does some people who were at one point positive go negative, but then once they do, it attracts the people who actually look right. for situations like that just to get in there and and be negative all because they're just negative people, right? And that's what they right. enjoy. absolutely. I mean, yeah, whatever. It, it hurts your growth. Yep. It, it, there's and no way around people it. never it go away once you get those nah. negative people that they're nah. they're there for they're part of your community now it's, uh-huh. it's right you know. if you give them fuel they'll keep burning it down so yeah. and that's like something when i talk about like saga of leukemia this game we haven't really heard of in a while too it's still in development it's still being worked on um they kind of started bolstering you know about a year ago i think it was they started bolstering it was like last spring or something earlier last year if i'm not mistaken into the yeah it was spring spring into may there was yeah. a time period there where they were bolstering and kind of gearing up again. It's still in development, it's still being worked on, but it's gone really quiet. Yeah. So the you I, know I think the majority, yeah, with like maybe two exceptions, everyone has more or less gone silent. Yeah, and lots of people have a lot of a lot of game do it. I so. mean, even even DTN has relatively gone silent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know why. It's nothing bad, but I mean, it's still there. Silence is yeah. silence. It is, and we're going to take steps to correct it. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's like my perspective too. Is like it, it does come back down to when you don't communicate, like at all. When you do, like even if all you're doing is like every month you do like an update, every week you post something. I mean, if you do that as your bare minimum, it it carries momentum even to the smallest of studios. And I, I've made this like uh, reference point. Like take MMORPGs, big games, put it to the side. Take take any game. Like I even think about the smaller, really small, like one to two person teams that make any game. I think about, you know, the games that I've been sent keys to cover and I go and I cover it and I'm showcasing it and the devs jump in or whatever. Or I go in their discord and they're chatting and stuff and it's cool, but they're, they have like no Twitter or they have a completely dead Twitter oh, yeah. and they do nothing to network, to link, to put, po- I mean, you could pose a question about you know, something about the genre that you're actually creating a game for. And then you could pose questions just to get the community like interactive. Now, now defend the Knights done this forever. And um, there are others like uh, Ashes does as well. Pantheon does as well. Um, Saga did it for a while, but they're so quiet right now. They're not doing anything really in terms of like Twitter and stuff, which is unfortunate. But like just that, like a little bit of community engagement 
keeps people connected and checking in. And it's like, no, it's not a dead game. They were posted something on Twitter and I was communicating with them or, you know, but that social media game really is so vital. And I'm not a social media yeah. pro, but it really is super vital. Yeah, um, you got to do it, though. You can't just ignore it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing more annoying to people who want to make content for your game as well. Yeah. To go and be like, all right, now I'm going to tweet it out. And then you're like, they don't even have a freaking official yes. tweet handle. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that just makes me be like, all right. Feels bad. I made the content, so I'm going to go ahead and release it. But I'm probably not going to keep covering this game. Well, if You can't you know, even I link can't it. even reference. Yeah, I can't even reference yeah. You know, no, that's a good way of putting it. You can't reference, and it feels bad, man. I think I remember last year we were doing a show, right? I think I was talking about one of the games I had played or something, and it was a good time. And I was like, man, but it was such a bummer, man. I couldn't even tweet and tag them, I couldn't even reference them or anything because there was nothing to reference. Yeah, it felt bad. Hey, developers, it, it's free. It is. You make, you make the account and you put your little picture of something to represent your game or your studio. And, um, you know, and I don't know, sometimes they're embarrassed, like, because, you know, you have to start from the dirt bottom and it's kind right. of embarrassing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, or if they think, just. <laughs> well, at least from what I've experienced, a lot of it has come from the fact that it's, it's a lot of work. There's not just it one is. platform you go to. True, it is. Yeah. When you post yeah. an update, you go to Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Minds, Parlor, Instagram. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And you're like, when mm-hmm. the hell does this stop? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, and then it's like, well, then I got to get somebody to do this for me. And then in a lot of cases, you have to worry about paying that person. Yeah, true. You know, and you're like, that's, that's, that's basically outgoing expenses that I can't afford. Yeah. 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 So you don't want to afford because that money would go towards something more productive for the game. Right. It's like, it's like, do I work on getting a new zone in or a new class in? Cause I need all the art done and stuff for it. Or do I pay someone to handle my freaking social media? And I know there's, there's programs out there that you can post to multiple platforms. But the problem is, is it like Instagram versus Twitter? They're not even remotely the same, you know? So you can't post the same thing. So it gets, it gets a little, the waters get a little murky there to where it's just easier to say, don't do it. Dude. Yeah. How about that? How about uh Valar, man? That game. I was I'm not talking about Valar. No. Right oh, shit. I'm just going to reference this. Like I, I remember when we, they kind of like tapped out mm-hmm. and everything, which we talked about. And they were like, you know, message us here, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll refund or something. No email back. Nothing. So I got to follow up on they that. Would, they would come in on the show, right? Wouldn't that developer? He would come on the show. He would. And he actually yeah, did a Q&A Ray with them. Yeah. 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 But ever okay. since that announcement, I haven't heard anything. I did email. I did it per instructions, just like I reported here on the show. I sent them in. I did ask for a refund because, you know, I mean, part of it's like, yeah, I do want my money back. But also, um, I kind of want to see if you even honor this or like respond or anything. And there was no response. I have not gotten a response yet to date. Nothing about, yes, we're pending them or anything. No right. information. Here's, this is complete, complete speculation. Yeah. But this is from all the input that I've gotten from people. This is what I feel kind of kind of went, went on. Mm. Now, I do know people who did get refunds. They actually did get, receive them. Interesting. But it really feels like there was two guys working on, on Valar. It really yeah. feels like there was some massive fallout between them. Oh no. And 
the one person who was technically in charge was like be gone um and didn't want to do the project by himself kind of kind of deal it's like that like that's pure speculation from ever, all the input that i've gotten that's what it feels like yeah. has happened so as far as i'm concerned i think it is dead which is a shame i i, it I, is, I feel like it probably is too it is a real shame because um Dr. Greenspoon himself was a professional programmer. Yeah. He made a lovely architecture. Everything was very smooth. Yeah. Never had any. We had bugs, but there was never any like, nah. oh, God, the server just melted. It wasn't that. Yeah, but those bugs were leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of games that you try yeah. to play. In terms of his, like, the prog the progression of that game was very smooth. Absolutely. And it felt very good. Agreed. Yeah, I, sound. I yeah. think he could have grabbed up eventually a lot of the... Um, uh wild star players right oh absolutely style and the kind of a little bit more hardcore uh i think from, he could have grabbed up that crowd That's from fair. the discussions i've had with him i've honestly feel he could have grabbed a, a lion's share of the wow pvpers i agree uh, with that too i never thought of that but yeah i think you're right yeah right. Decent, uh, like a like a um a decent amount enough to keep a game running yeah i think sure yeah because as a designer, I love to talk shop with him about you know how he envisions certain things to work. And we had talked over and over about the fact that one thing that always really bugs me personally is that I hate it when games tell me I have to do certain things a certain way. Yeah. I log in. I'm not having a good day. Well, you're just going to have to PvP. Mm -hmm. I don't want to PvP. Tell me how to live my life. So yeah. the interesting thing, in my opinion, about that is like, um, so MMOs have to have some kind of grind, right? The the problem sure. is how do you do the grind, right? Different people have different philosophies. But I like to put it like this. So if you run a business or you're a boss, right, and you need a bunch of things done, right, mm -hmm. um, you can make a list and say, get all, here's a checklist, get these things done by this date, right? Or... You can take the more uh, modern or whatever approach, and you can say, here's the goal. Get done. Right? Now, most people react to the checklist and be like, oh, fuck. You know, uh, let me run through this, knock them out. You know, this sucks. Uh, and then if you just say, here's the goal, I don't care how you get there. Figure it out, right? But just get to this goal. They'll have a little more fun with it, right? Uh, mm -hmm. It's more freedom. And right. um, I feel like the dailies or the checklist or the you got to do it this way uh, kind of it impedes on your freedom. You know what I mean? You, yeah. and, and you just don't like it. It's chores. All I'm going to say know? is dailies. As a designer, I have I think I feel like I kind of have a right to say this, but dailies are the laziest excuse of to design anything. Period. I hate dailies so much. <laughs> I hate Lazy. them. <laughs> Get off your ass and design something better. <laughs> make people want to do that activity right. don't just say here's don't, activity here's a reward stop Bam, making run. your games feel like you're punishing people for being there yeah yeah or for not being able to be there or whatever right i mean that's that's just my opinion as a mm -hmm. designer i that, am yeah. I, I gotta admit um i am currently playing a game that does uh um uh, login rewards, which is another uh, thing that I'm not a big fan oh, of, right? Talking Where, about like, that you shortly. Miss mm -hmm. Okay, I'll save it. I'll save yeah, it. Yeah, totally. You know. So, old school RuneScape has gone to Steam. Yeah. If you're an old school RuneScape person, that's like pretty much all I'm gonna say about it. not for no nothing negative. It's just I don't wait have wait, too much. It's what it is. It's what I it didn't said. realize that actually. Old school. I knew old RuneScape school. three went. I actually I did not realize. Yeah. Old school mm -hmm. Okay. Apparently. Man, that's a popular um, game, though, bro. It is. It is. 
It is. I, if if I was in this game for money, I'd be playing some old school RuneScape because that's the tons of viewers, tons of people milled by the millions, man, and not a not enough people making content for it. And you know, if I was if I was uh, uh, looking for money only, I would be all over it. You know. There you go. Any uh any any creators out there who are like, you know, wanting the dream and you're willing to do the work? I mean, hey. Dive in. That's a good one. I'm not gonna do it because I'm just not a fan of that. Yeah, something for me. I can't pretend. I'm not. A, I can't fake it. Yeah, I just can't do it. If it's 90% point and click, no, thank you. It is. It is. Yeah. That's why I can't enjoy it. I, I yeah. got. I, that. That's. I that's why I played. I, I played Ultima online. Yeah, me too. My first. It was my first MMO, but I don't tell people that's my first MMO because I <laughs> did not enjoy that game at all. Right. You know, I did enjoy it, but it was only because there wasn't anything else. Right. So. Right. Like I was, I dealt with the clicking stuff and all that, and it seemed normal at the time because you know I hadn't experienced right. uh, let, 3D. Let, let, let me rephrase that then, because I did like the original Ultimas, but once I got to EverQuest and I got the yeah. 3D world, I was like, "What the hell is that garbage?" Mm. Yep, I yep. want you this. Couldn't go back, yeah, couldn't go back, yeah. No, dude. So just briefly, I just want to say that this is a thing. Tesla's new Model S can play the Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher Three. Excuse me. What? I hope they I hope they can drive themselves too because ain't no one paying attention to the road. Yes, this is uh, off Games Radar, right? The new Tesla Model S can play Cyberpunk. What the hell, dude? Twenty seventy seven and The Witcher three, but probably not while you're driving. Because yeah, you know, kind of like texting and driving. It's usually not considered a good choice. See what a weird thing to advertise. Right. I know, I know a lot of people and many who more are, yeah. who are really against self driving cars for whatever egotistical reason. But here's the thing that I keep telling them. Why would you be against it when you can literally go to work or go to wherever you need to go and play a video game, read a book? Oh, that's why no. they're... Okay, I'm sorry. I was totally missing the link there. Okay, so yeah, it w you're right. It would make sense to be able to play video games because obviously it drives itself. Okay, mm -hmm. now yeah. I get it. I was like, I don't understand the... the... <laughs> <laughs> I missed the... Yeah, the Here, grab the wheel. I have to fight this griffin. <laughs> i mean even if you got a passenger or something right but yeah it's pretty curious it's worth looking at um all right let me let me hit on this one because the ones i'm going to save for last are ones i think are going to be bigger uh rants possibly so we we talked about that we've talked about the model s cool linkedin chat people could check it out and if you're like oh but we're buy, listening buy we don't have the link with cyberpunk <laughs> Look, people are like, oh, but Sam, I listen to the podcast. I'm not there when it's live. Well, I mean, the link's in chat on here if you are. I don't know what else to say. Or it's in Discord. Google Let's Google it. Yeah. HTTPS colon. delivery the message let me, let, to people. Let me, let me tell you how to type it <laughs> if you're listening. Okay. Another one, Black Desert Online account transfer begins. Speaking of which, I used to have Destiny 2, my friends. I played it. I got it when it was on Activision Blizzard. Hear this? Hear this? D-E-D -E dead. That's my account. Why? Well, if you didn't know this and you didn't get the memo, like some of us, that's me. Well, you, here's the thing, though. Don't feel too bad. It takes literally like 30 minutes. It's fair. It is. But but it, it went to Steam, and when it went to Steam, if you're looking at chat, uh, it's Destiny 2 is a bad game anyway, LMAO. Yeah. 
But I was like out of curiosity, just gonna check it out. I had some friends who've been playing it lately and stuff. They've been grinding, and I was like, eh, maybe I'll jump on just see what is different. I understand that they're not on the Activision Blizzard launcher anymore. They have parted ways. Bungie has said we are on our own. They're on Steam now and all that jazz. There was a period of time up until December of last year. That's right, about a month ago, when I could have uh, switched my account over. Why is this important, friends? Don't let this happen to you. In right. fact, yes. Go, Black Desert. You better go do it, right? So you should have an yes. email. Uh, mm -hmm. I got mine. Yep. Um, a little lazy. Haven't done it yet, but I will. Um, probably never going to play a game anyway, but I pay for it, and I don't, you know, something happens, and uh, for whatever reason, I want to jump back in the game. I definitely don't want to pay for that again. Yes, uh, so. exactly. And I'm going to copy the link directly from Black Desert Online Remastered. Now, it says in this article if you check it out i'm just i'm doing y'all a solid so what happened to me doesn't happen to you if you right. are part of our community here account transfers if you do not register for an account transfer before may 31st 2021 you will not be able to continue playing black Desert online with your existing account and all your game data will be ded dead gone gone goodbye goodbye there, oh, well. no goodbye <laughs> Yeah, I Good think I've got like three or four level 30, 30 to forties. I don't know, you man. Guys, you guys think them breaking away from you think it'll be, make absolutely any difference? Because that's one of those games where the players really do pretty much admit it's pay to win, right? It is. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you think it'll make a difference? You think they're going to try to turn? Because they said no, if not. you look, if you look, they said there's going to be some changes, the cash shop, etc. You think it'll get worse or better? It's, it's here's the thing. Here's the thing. When Gamigo picked up Tryon's all, all of their IPs, they said the same thing about Arcade. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that didn't quite work out the way they said. The laugh, though. That's shit. like the epitome, dude. Holy, it is. Oh, it's, dude. it's bad. Out of all the MMOs, dude. Out of all the MMOs over the years, right? Uh, there's. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not counting weird like Korean things and all that, but like major mainstream MMOs um, that we probably actually played for real. There's only been two sequels, right? Um, EverQuest Two, and then now Arc Age Two, right? Is there any others that I forgot about? Uh, there's been Ashron's Call Two. Oh, Ashron's Call! I forgot they did a sequel. True. Um, obviously RuneScape. Oh yeah. What what uh, happened to RuneScape two? Never even heard of it. It's like RuneScape old school, RuneScape three. What happened to two? I never I, even. I think it, it got it got so upgraded that it just called it three. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's That's so weird. different. Let's just call okay. it three. So there's been a few, but there's yeah. not many. There has, been, there has been a few, but <laughs> here's the problem though: almost every sequel has been done half-assed. I mean, sh total shit fest. Look at EverQuest 2. Don't get me uh -huh. wrong. For what it is, if they had just called it something else, yeah, it would I agree. Be fine. You know what they should have called it? You know what they should have called it? EverQuest Online Adventures. They should have. <laughs> because they have already had that. They already had that on the on the PS2, right? <laughs> right. And, yeah. and, and but it never came to PC oh, because, man. you know, it was a console game. It was built yeah. for console. They could so, they could have honestly, they could have just named it after one of the the EverQuest freaking expansions. Yeah, or they could have called it Norath, you reborn. know, reborn or uh, anything. Or the next actually. generation, and then add, just add some people with red coats that fall, just die all the time. 
You know what they should do? They should make a game where uh, it's Norath, right? Except <laughs> for it's voxels, so you can change things, and the players can kind of build it. And oh wait, mm -hmm. they tried that. It was oh yeah, yeah that's they right. Tried that. <laughs> and they told us it wasn't fun. Oh, man. After everybody was having fun, they're like, you know what? We don't care what you say. It's not fun. Canceled. I still remember watching that stream. We're like, sorry, we're gonna stop because it wasn't fun. And I I got up from my desk so fast, my chair fell over. All my mother's well. I was like, don't you fucking tell me what's fun and what isn't. <laughs> and like you know, Daybreak. Like you know what fun is. Oh yeah. Like, no, I didn't oh. know fun. I gave you every fun game there has ever made. I'm yeah. sorry. I just had this like moment in my mind where I heard game splaining happening, and I don't really know why. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happened. Uh, Daybreak game explained to us what was fun and what wasn't. And what's funny is people were having fun. You took it away from them. You know, you're like, nope, it's not fun. You can't do that no more. Fucking you know? thieves. Sorry, yeah. not thieves, just idiots. Put it up. <laughs> Hey, sorry. this is a good segue. They, they earned their, their their nickname of They Break Game. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. all they they've break. ever done. Yeah. Feels bad. I think yep. they I mean, broke. even, even, even they planets broke. like that, they busted the hell out of that, but they're lucky enough to have turned that shit around. Now, now, I'd like to say, in all fairness, <laughs> that I have such a love for EverQuest, right? That I have paid these people for a long time, all the way up until I still am. <laughs> uh, and, it's, and it's sad because I don't like the company that owns it, and that's who I'm paying, but I can't help it. I'm afraid that if too many people canceled their subscription, the EverQuest will be gone forever, right? So uh, I've, I've been supporting that crappy company, and I have to, I have to be honest, I, I've always had an account i've always paid a subscription for everquest it's at least 10 or more years old hold on um, is this one of the secret ones your wife doesn't know about because... no she knows about this oh, okay. one she, cool. she's Sorry. she understands she understands. It, it was part of their marriage agreement yeah it was like hey look there's, <laughs> there's a couple of bills that uh you're just gonna have to just deal with okay when i die first you still have to keep yeah yeah when i die you gotta carry on you have to pass <laughs> this bill over to the children it's just... See, <laughs> Nathan, I'm like I'm like right there with you. I love EverQuest with a with a fiery passion. If someone were to come to me nose to nose at a convention, be like EverQuest is a piece of shit, I'd break the bastard's nose. Oh, I, I might get in a fight. Yeah, yeah. I would. I I'd mess him up. Give him fighting words. Pretty yeah. much. Because I'm like, I'm like, did you did you mean to say daybreak? It's like I'm sorry. Did you say bust my nuts? Okay. <laughs> but I mean, because here's the thing. No one who plays EverQuest will tell you that it was well done or mm -hmm. that it was the most amazing thing ever. Or but they'll polished. tell you, or polished, they'll tell you that they had a great time in EverQuest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because EverQuest was a medium that created so much for a lot of people. And granted, that has happened with other games as well, but not to the extent of EverQuest. Because yeah. when, it, when it happened with EverQuest, it was at a point where people looked at you weird for playing an online game yeah. having friends that you've never met or you even had to explain what that even meant right right like, i'll never forget those days of trying to even just get people to understand what it was being like no these are all real people it's on something called the internet <laughs> you know like right yeah i mean think about that i mean everquest was around when there was still dial-up 
Yeah. And, and, and internet wasn't popular yet. You know, oh. it was uh, AOL, uh, you know, um, who remembers this? Oh, yeah. good old ICQ, man. Yeah. But I mean, cause that's the thing. I don't tell people it's, it's a great game. I tell people I love the game. I love the memories that are attached to the experience I've, yeah. I've had. It. I don't, yeah. The game is shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it really is. Uh, and what's, what's, what's funny, I don't know if it's funny or not, uh, but the thing that always gets me in EverQuest, right, is like you, you'll, you'll get, I'll get that itch and I'll go, I'll, I'll start playing it and I'll fall through the floor at places I'm not supposed to. I know there's some spots you're supposed to, but like enemies will come through walls and like all these same glitches from 1999. And it's We're like, dude, you guys still haven't fixed that. Are you, are you kidding right. me? Like, Right. What are we paying you for? Like, what? Yeah, I mean that that's the thing. I mean, yeah, a lot of people will tell you it's it's a shitty half-assed fucking. Mess. But it, but it's a feature now. It's yeah. so now it's oh my god, the word feature though, right? It's a feature now. It's yeah. not a bug. It's a feature. Feature. Yeah, it's not a bug. It's a feature. That's like a loot boxes and RNG gambling boxes oh. in games. Now that ain't no. Feature. I feel like we're gonna step close to this. So let's just. All right, Blizzard is doing a huge front-end upgrade to their launcher. Cool, I covered it great. Speaking of Blizzard, can we talk about this? Because <laughs> <laughs> Blizzard wasn't already a joke. <laughs> we we can talk about it. I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to suppress laughter that just comes from the most pure part of my soul. But, you know, Diablo Mor Immortal Alpha previews happened recently. <laughs> Yeah, it's happened recently. There's the link, y'all. You can check it out. You can check it out. Um, uh, let me see. Did they announce it for PC? No, no, they mm. did not. Oh, um, wait. Why is that exactly? Why would? Why haven't they announced it for PC? Diablo Immortal. They don't need to because everybody has phones. That's what they. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I want to mention a couple of things about Diablo Immortal. Oh I'm, shit. Here's the problem. Besides the obvious. <laughs> They're remaking Diablo 2, right? Um, so I thought, well, you're making Diablo Immortal. Uh, let's see what that looks like, right? Let's see what kind of graphic style, because people weren't, I, in my world at least, people weren't happy with the uh, graphic style Diablo 3, right? Um, they wanted that dirtier, grittier, darker, Gritty, yeah, dark. that Diablo 2 style. Right. Right? Calm down, Lexer. Um, it's okay. Nerd boner, I know. <laughs> So I, I wondered, Excuse like, me, Diablo I, I, Immortal... I need to change my short. <laughs> Diablo Immortal decided to go with the Diablo 3 style of graphics, right? So it makes me wonder, is this just the way it is? Is this the way Diablo 2 remake is going to look like Diablo 3 and Diablo 4 is going to look like Diablo 3? Who knows? I, I, I think that this is just the way Diablo looks now. Yeah, probably, because, you know... Blizzards lost all testicular fortitude. They they don't got the balls to, to even try to make anything innovative anymore. Yeah. man. You know who they you know who they need to get on their team. Who they need Mark Kern back. Yeah, that would help. Yeah, that would definitely help and let him actually take control again. Right. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something even better though. You know who they need on their team right now. Who. Oh. Hmm absolutely freaking anybody that but who is on their team right now uh, it's anybody ridiculous. else anybody 
go to go to a freaking elementary school yard yeah. during lunch hour and just grab one of those kids yeah, and help make go a game Walmart. go to walmart go <laughs> to electronics tell them to make decisions shop. for you yeah, yeah. Just hire the guy from Walmart that works in the electronics section. He can I mean, probably make better decisions. How stupid do you got to be to get literally booed off the stage at your own convention? Because people hate the idea so much, only to be like, okay, people forgot about this. Let's do it now. Talk about what in the pre show we were talking about. You brought up a good point about what they could have done in that yeah, moment. With, okay, this is where I don't understand with, with Blizzard. Like, I, I seriously think whoever's making these decisions has some serious mental defects because they missed out on a huge marketing opportunity with, with Diablo Immortal, at least the first release of it or revealed because they got booed off the stage. They could have taken that chance to say, okay, you clearly don't like this. We're listening to you. We're not going to do it. What would you like to see? All of a sudden, now you took something that is a complete and utter disgrace to the gaming genre. And that would have been a headliner. Nothing nothing has changed. And all of a sudden, now you are an avatar of the community. Yep. Yep. You're a headline. There'll be headline news that, like, hey, Blizzard's listening to the community. You would have people like me who completely have given up on Blizzard going, okay, let's see what happens. Yeah. I might come back for whatever yeah. they do. Because uh, I'll tell you right now, you do a StarCraft MMO, shit, my ass is there. I don't care. Oh, dude. Do you know how many people would be lit for that? Oh, yeah. buddy. Oh, man. I, I don't care. I, I, I would be there. Because I do like Warcraft. Yeah. I, I play them all. Hell yeah. But I love me some StarCraft. Starcraft I don't like time. the new StarCraft because it's all eSports bullshit. Hmm. But <laughs> makes sense too. Makes sense because you're a 40k fan. Yeah. Um. You know you like Warcraft as well. I mean, uh, not Warcraft. Uh. Uh. uh Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Right. But you like 40k more. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. And so it makes sense because those were kind of the generic versions. Warcraft is kind of generic because they tried to get originally they wanted the license for Warhammer and they couldn't yeah. get it. So like, screw it, we'll make our own. Uh, and that's how Warcraft was born. Yeah. Um. Which is so. funny because Games Workshop, there was a time where they would give license to anyone who would sign their name on the form. Yeah, just think about that, guys. We'd be playing World of Warhammer. Uh, they, there there was happened. one in development. Yeah. There yeah. was. Yeah. But because of, because of, you know, the Warhammer Online one was such a fuck up. Yeah. They just said, no, we're not doing this anymore. And then that whole studio closed down. Yeah. And it's like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You took my dream. That's all I want. Give me a 40k freaking like a, a proper 40k MMO. And I will be there until I am a mummy at a keyboard that archaeologists uncover a hundred years from now, stuck to his freaking chair. Still logged in, still paying his subscription. Still, still logged in, still <laughs> logged in, and my character will still be sitting there idle in whatever town I died in. <laughs> Dude. This one's a little off the cuff. We're gonna we're gonna hit some uh, one of the bigger ones because this kind of ties into a few things shortly. But Reddit driven GameStop stock spike. Can you believe this? I love it, dude. I think it's hilarious. It's one of the best things, entertaining uh, value wise, to happen in a long time. I love it that these redditors have uh, just completely disrupted. The entire stock market and you know they're like you know they got hedge funds just going broke you know they're they're 
bleeding it dry Dude. with their hilarious antics. Like, yeah. GameStop chorus shares are worth 343.03 USD on January 27th at 12.51 p.m. EST. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's that like, place is dying. Yeah, it's, it's went up over a thousand percent. And, um, you know, it was all sparked by one guy uh, on Reddit mainly who decided, hey, due to, you know, them limiting the stores and all these decisions they're making, I'm going to invest in it. It was cheap. It was, you know, 75 cents or so a share. <laughs> so he he put quite a bit, like 10K in it or whatever. And he convinced other people. Holy and so they, you know, this, this Reddit community just dove on it. And, um, you know, what makes it the best is that everybody, you know— the hedge that that the hedge uh, company funds companies were were betting on it was going to lose, so they took out more shares than there even are betting on it to lose, which is a borrow, right? Yeah. So I like to explain in MMO terms. It would be kind of like this. Make sure I get this right. It'd be kind of like if you said, "Hey, man, can I borrow uh, 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 twenty uh, silver ingots in an MMO?" Right. And somebody lets you borrow the silver ingots, and and at that time, they're worth 40 gold, right? So you know that they're not going to be worth as much in a couple of weeks. So you go ahead and you sell. You borrow them, and you say, I'll, I'll bring them back. I'll pay you back in the silver ingots. You sell them for 40 gold apiece, and then a couple of weeks later, they're worth 10 gold. You buy back the same amount for cheaper. You give them back to the guy. You just made free money. So that's what basically was going on with GameStop with these hedge funds, except for— mm-hmm. They're worth a crap ton more now, right? Now they're yes. worth four hundred freaking dollars a share when, and they got to pay them back. Yeah, so they're you have to millions and billions in mm-hmm. debt now. Mm-hmm. And, and the the redditors aren't backing down because it means more than money to them. So they're not selling. They're saying, "Nope, we're holding our shares." Screw you, screw you, the man. You know, <laughs> it's dude. Hilarious. There's a part two to this though. Robinhood app. You know what that is, right? You can buy yeah, shares yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I've I've used it before. Uh, so CNBC reports that the retail trading app like Robinhood are now restricting trading. And so someone's actually, and this is in chat from Night Scream, also is sharing on this, right? Is not allowing the buying of certain stocks, right? And the part of that is they're restricting transactions transactions for certain securities to position close. And so basically, yeah, if there's like in light of volatility, yeah. The people with the big money are for these guys to shut down to try and prevent what's happening. Yeah. 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 Because because they're going further. I don't know if you know this, but it's not just GameStop. Yeah. They moved into other obviously yeah. like Nokia. AMC's stock. Nope. AMC. Uh, there was a couple others. Yeah. So they're locking them up. They're trying to yeah. lock right. them down so uh, they he, can't he, do it, which isn't he, fair. This is how the stock market is supposed to work, right? Right. Yeah. yeah but here's, here's the thing. I I'm not. I don't have a problem with the fact that you're bankrupting these fat cat jackasses. I, I don't have a problem with that because let's face it, most of them had a common. Yeah. Yeah. Because but, they're shutting down businesses when that game they're playing makes people not invest because they see right. the big dogs like, Oh, I'm not going to invest either. If the big dogs are, are spending right. all this money playing on it to go broke. So they cause companies to crash. Yeah. So they're yeah. definitely right. the bad guy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But here, but here's the thing there, yep. people aren't really taking into consideration the fact that there's collateral damage. Yeah. What about that that one guy who invests in the stock market to try and make some money to help his family, to help get a college fund for his kids? And he follows some of these people because obviously they're making money. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden now he's lost his kids' entire college fund. Yeah. 
they don't care about that. They really don't. I'm sorry. Those Reddit people do not give a shit. Oh, no, not on Reddit. They don't care. Right, because yeah. they're, they're, they're worried about the big target. They're not worried about the collateral damage. They're taking basically an archery target and hitting it with a tank. Yeah. They don't care what else they they hit with it. Yeah. And that's what I have a problem with, because they, they're doing this without any consideration. Guaranteed, some laws will be made. Some changes will, will be sure. made. But now, what if they decide to do this again, <clears throat> and they're targeting things that, that, that we care about? That shouldn't tech, that, you know, are technically morally, their moral compass is pointing north, for the most part, and they target that particular stock, and now they just basically grind it into the ground. Yeah. yeah. If you're supporting what's happening now, you support whatever they do in the future. The as future well. behavior, yeah. yeah. So while I say I I don't disagree with the fact they're sticking it to some of these, you know, multiple million dollar jackass. My concern is what what about the collateral? Yeah, I like to look at it like this. I've always seen Reddit. Not everybody, but in general, it, it always felt like they're they're like thirteen year olds or something. Well, that was years ago. They're grown now, so now they're in the stock market, and this is what happens when uh, when Reddit grows up, right? Um, mm -hmm. We get some <laughs> credit grows doing, up. <laughs> they start doing some grown up stuff like playing the stock market. Oh, so shit. here we go. Right, and I mean, I'm watching. Here. Yes, you know, you shouldn't invest what you can't afford to lose. That's that's smart yeah. advice. Yeah, but look at credit cards. How many people are in credit card debt up to their freaking noses? Yeah. Right. So the fact that people don't invest very wisely either yeah. it's partially their fault but it's also the part of society because we have built it up to make that acceptable yeah, yeah. um but also it's like it is gambling but it, it also isn't because if you're following a friend <clears throat> who knows how to make money in the stock market and he's trying to kind of give you a little bit of a leg up not talking insider trading or anything like that just giving you a little leg up and then you completely decimated whatever plans he had. I just, I'd like to go on record just saying that those little guys are the people that I do think about and I am concerned about. Yeah. That's, I just wish more, more people would think about that before yeah. they do this kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You also got to think, you also got to think about what this is going to do to GameStop. Right. Um, I don't know. Most people probably don't look at GameStop as like a good guy, but uh, you know, I've got some, I've got some, a little bit of emotional attachment to the you know to the retail uh gaming industry right um so you know i don't want to see them go out of business i don't want to see retail gaming go away right um i'm not ready for a jump like that so when they do sell off right and uh, you know and they get rid of all their stocks and everything um what kind of damage is it going to do to gamestop at that point as well you know you have to think about that as well when everybody decides okay now sell um, it's going to plummet their stocks and uh, wreak more habit or more havoc than it probably would have naturally progression, right? Right. I mean, games GameStop could have had a couple more years left in them before they finally close up shop. It is possible that this entire thing just decimates. Yeah, or now, it I, not, it depends on how it plays out. Like it could go either right. way. It could actually help them. Um, it could because now their name is everywhere, and people yeah. are going to walk in the store just because they want to see what the hell it's all about. And people I mean, may it, start investing forever. Like it really could. I mean, who knows right. what's going to happen? Right. I mean, it, it is very possible, but I think it's realistic to say that it's probably going to hurt it in the long run. Yeah, most likely. If yeah. if, if I were looking at my 
portfolio, I'd be like, yeah, I am just staying the hell away from that one. <laughs> right. That's what I would do. Yeah. But I mean, that's me. But yeah, I, it, I, I just, it is borderline inside trading, but it's not. Right. It's legal. Yeah. It's, still, it's borderline. <laughs> yeah. It's like forcing the market. Yeah. Yeah. Because all the, you know, they're not, they, they, don't, they didn't bring information from GameStop's you know, portfolio into the picture for right. this play. Right. So it's not insider. Technically, but yeah. There's going to be new laws, right? Where like you can't, yeah. I don't know how they'll do it, where you can't gather mass amounts of people online to go into one stock. Because honestly, anybody can play that game. Uh, I started thinking about that. Do content creators, the really big ones, they yeah. can do this. They can be like, hey, everybody go invest in this. We're going to make crap a lot of money. You know? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. True. Oh, it's, it's a weird situation. Um to be sure um i think also when the dust settles what we're going to see is that you know a lot of the people that can push new laws are these people who have the big wallets yeah, yeah. and because they had just haven't have the influence and do you honestly think that they're going to push laws that are going to help the little guys mm. ah! no no that's they screw over that's how the world works right right i mean that's that's just how the system works don't have to agree with it don't have to like it it's just how it works yeah, it just is what it is so you doing this you may have actually forced the market to become even worse yeah more yeah, volatile yeah it will it will it'll get more volatile yeah so yeah that's crazy though so i understand a certain little birdie told me and uh actually it was delivered in song well it wasn't for me then no no oh. it, it was from uh uh sir nathan the napalm over here Delivered this beautiful song. I, I don't know if I should play it. You can play it if you want. Oh, thanks, man. I'm going to play it. All right, everybody, listen up. This song comes to you straight from the Nathan Napalm. Now, yeah, I'm just going to play it. just a taste friends only about a minute 13 but there is more um i'm trying to um yeah the, the little birdie just delivered this and graced it <laughs> graced it to me the other day and i listened to it and um it resonated deeply <laughs> from, from a place that is known to all those who suffer with the lag okay listening to that i flash back to watching your streams <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, that will be a video later with a puppet's going to be playing the guitar. And, oh, uh, perfect. Uh, yeah. So, 
Perfect. Um, so what, why, how would you know this? Are you playing the Elder Scrolls online? I sure am. <gasps> I sure am. The fuck, have playing... you, the fuck have you added me to your friends list? Um, to be honest, it's such a single player memo. I didn't know that it had <laughs> friends lists. I didn't. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I'm having a lot of fun. Yes, it was a fun game. I'm yeah. playing it like, I'm playing it like it's an Elder Scrolls game, not necessarily an online game except for the pvp and Cyrodiil, i do really think that's a cool feature um yeah so i, I like eso man if you just if you just if you just say this is an elder scrolls game and you play it like that and if you get in the mood to do an instance dungeon whatever all that's there but mm -hmm. if you just play it and enjoy it um for what it is it's a really good elder scrolls game it really is 100 percent. so look we're talking about ESO. Look, I, I still play it, right? I've had my frustrations in the past. We've heard Freak and I going on about how we're frustrated with Update 26 and what it did. I've played it recently. I, you know, I have a good reason to jump on there from time to time. And I, you know, they actually changed uh, Battlegrounds to where you can queue with your friends again. They kind of like adjusted all that. Yeah, and like Mel loves it. I mean, I hop on there, have a couple nights a week and I enjoy it and stuff. But I, I don't like not really playing it hardcore i'm playing it casually um i right. jump on do some battlegrounds i am a try hard when i play them not gonna lie you can't take that away from me i built that way i do spank people a good bit in game with some lights justice it's great you'd love it like sir it's all paladin like it's it's a beautiful <laughs> thing um <clears throat> so it would be like wanting to get myself a jacob's ladder with a rusty freaking railway spike well, there there is not an official. But bathed in light, but bathed in light. So yeah, yeah. It Don't matter what you bathe in, if you're a paladin, you still stink. <laughs> Don't tell your wife that. Oh she shit! Knows what she okay. <laughs> oh man, no. The Elder Scrolls Online: Gates of Oblivion reveal was announced recently. Um, you guys check that out. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just going to smile and nod. Yes, I saw it. Yeah. So the thing of note to me, like I, I loved Oblivion. First of all, I'll say this. Okay. It was my favorite Elder Scrolls game and I'm an Elder Scrolls fan uh, in terms of the universe. Um, in terms of the game Elder Scrolls Online, you know, it's it's had problems, man. And I've been frustrated more than once. But, you know, I'm also a content creator. I'm also a theory crafter in game guy. I like PvP. I create, create builds. When things don't work out, I get a little pissed, right? Because like, you do a lot of work, put a lot of time in, and then they break it, or it's broken because of what they're trying to do. Of course, somebody's gonna be frustrated, right? But to the general person that plays that game, like to to the people who love the universe and like just jump on and hang out with their friends and they're more casual, that's a vast majority of the people. So it's yeah. it's like look, Final Fantasy fourteen. We talked about it earlier, right? I can't knock the Elder Scrolls Online. I still jump on there. It's the one MMO I'm willing to give any time. Right? I'll, give, I'll give them this. Okay, so Final Fantasy XIV is wildly popular. So is ESO right now. Mm. ESO doesn't punish you for playing with your friends. Final Fantasy XIV yeah. punishes you for playing with yeah, friends. That's a good point. That's very fair. In fact, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online works towards promoting that. Yeah. So. The, prob the, the problem is, is that, you know, it's so Elder Scrolls, which is great. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that you, it, for me personally, I start playing and every time I just go into Elder Scrolls mode, right? And I just start going through the stories and I'm yeah. playing all by myself, uh, you know, and I have a blast, you know, um, 
And you know what I really, you know what I really enjoy about Elder Scrolls? Mm-hmm. There is, it's just covered in D and D references. I mean, yeah, I, I know, I know that most RPGs are like inspired by D and D, but like they don't hold it back. You know what I mean? Like I uh, played the newerish content recently uh, with the vampire uh, mm-hmm. lord, the Graymore stuff. Yeah, yeah, Graymore. And <clears throat> what was the name? You go to Raven something. Raven Watch. Yeah, Raven Watch, which, come on, guys, you know, like, uh, it's just, it's bathed in it, man. So I can, like, I don't like Dungeons & Dragons Online. It's just really weird, right? Um, but I can play Elder Scrolls Online. I feel like I'm playing a Dungeons & Dragons something, right? Um, so I, I don't know, man. It's one of those games that I like it. Uh, it's a dirty pleasure, and um, I play it, and uh, I like it. look man i've got eso nights i hop on there with my lady we go kick it we play some games we have a good time we chill sometimes we jump in pvp sometimes we just run around do whatever man it's a good time you know yeah yeah as long as as you're enjoying it it doesn't matter if the game's good or not that's good that's true people look at me and say you're still playing hellgate that's that game's pile of junk so yeah but i enjoy it i don't care what you think yeah and um, I will say this, though, the big part of their announcement that I was sitting there and I was watching their live stream and everything. And look, I got people that are you know, homies that are creators. They've been dedicated to that game forever. I've been dedicated to the game since it launched. I still I've always played it, even when I didn't create content around it. Even when I was frustrated, I still came back. I gave it time because it's the Elder Scrolls, man. It's like it's like Warcraft stuff, dude. I'm still going to give it time. I don't play it, but you know what I do? I watch people who create content and cover the story and stuff. So I know what's going on. Cause I still care about the universe. Like it's a rich universe and the lore is freaking amazing. Yeah. And any references you get, even if it's not the standalone game, it's still going to be a good time for me. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, so I still jump on, it's still fun. It's, it's easy to pick up too. That's the other thing I got to mention. The thing I liked about that game is you can stop playing for six months to a year. You come back. If you had a good build you built, you're still decent. You're still relevant. You're not like, oh, I'm so far behind. Now I've got all this work to do just to step back into the game again, right? Because the max level and the way all that works is different than a lot of games. Like you get to that point and the champion system. Now, this is my reference point to the live stream that they had. It's on the PTS now, all right? And update 29, they've got the notes up on their forums. And um, yeah, so they've talked about all the stuff. It's their year-long adventure. They've been doing this for a while. It's pretty awesome. I like the way they deliver the content for the game. Honestly, it's pretty pretty solid. Um, So they are reworking the champion system significantly. I have complained about that. Dude, I am pro-veteran ranks and not even having a champion tree. I know that's like a a split thing for people. The way the champion tree has worked has just not been good. In my opinion, I don't like it as a theory crafter. I don't like it as a casual player. I don't like it as an ES, an elder scrolls fan. It feels remnant. I see like this, like tie in that they've got going on to like, when you look at Skyrim and that whole system they had in there, like I see the inspiration and that was a pretty cool system. I like it in Skyrim. But I never felt like trying to implement something similarly in the MMORPG really felt right. Now, I will say the changes that they presented, which I'm planning on tinkering with a lot between now and probably our next show on the PTS, 
as they showcased it. And they spent like a good amount of time showcasing that system way more than I expected them to. Um, and talked about how like the changes within that actually will help within the calculations that are happening essentially every second. So that could be really good for some of the performance issues. And I see what they're going for. And it also, for me personally, my opinion feels much more reflective of that system we saw in Skyrim that to me seemed Elder Scrolls. They've been working on it for over a year. So I'm actually very curious. I'm not going to say I'm hopeful. I just want to see what the information supports. But if they manage to like fix that, I would be just honestly, I'd be I'd be a bit in awe that they did. I think a lot of people would be super pleased if the way they presented it is the reality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just keep your expectations, you yeah. know, realistic. relatively, yeah, realistic, yeah. The realistic. funny thing is, every time I sit down and listen to people talk about ESO, it makes me want to reinstall it. But yeah. then I play it, and I'm like, why the hell did I do this? It's, See, it's, I get it's, the it's like taking a, it's like taking a, some golf clubs to my own junk. It's like, why am I doing this? You had a hard the time office. following the law and the story. I remember whenever you played it last. I think you were trying to. Oh, get the, the number one problem I have is that whenever I get on a quest line, that's what I want to do. Yeah, I, and then I pick up, I pick up all the quests along the way, and then when I'm done this one, I go back and do whatever I need to do, so that I can follow the freaking story. But the okay. problem is that every time you pick up a side quest, it's like, oh, you go over here now. And they don't bother tell you. It's like, oh, your your waypoint's over here. Like, oh, okay. I'll go over here. And it's like, what kind of story am I on? Yeah, it, it does get wild. I, mm. I've changed the way I play the game to where I see a side quest. I'm like, nope, not right now. Not now, later. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me finish what I'm doing. If I really like this area, <clears throat> then I'll run around and do. Because all those side quests are good. That's, a, that's, that's something I want to point out. There's not many like MMOs them. where every little quest I've ever done is has like a story and you find out something there's a twist and there's a there's more to it kind of like the witcher 3 except for yeah no it really is like i don't hear people talking about that about eso but like every quest i've ever done that game had a story it wasn't just bs like go get that and come back turn in cool here's some Mm -hmm. xp and gold yeah Uh, go give me that book there's so right there yeah, there's so much substance that, like, you actually do start getting confused. Like, oh, crap, this wasn't even part of the story. I accidentally picked this quest up. I thought I was, you know, still on track for this zone story or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, have the, I have the opposite thing. I I fall away from ESO, and I, in my brain, forget that it's so Elder Scrolls-y. Every time I forget. And then when I finally am like, oh, whatever, I'm going to play ESO. I'm like, oh yeah, this game's like super. This is really just an Elder Scrolls experience. I forget every time until I start playing it again. Hmm. I agree. That's a, I've said it ever since the game launched. When people were like, "This MMO doesn't feel like an ES or an Elder Scrolls game," I'm like, "The fuck you mean?" Uh, that has to be old school. Yeah. Played it back at launch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm not gonna lie. Even back then, I thought it felt okay. I, I like did. It, like, scrolls yeah. yeah but i mean the only thing back then that like set me was like eh. it felt the dragon break thing was like kind of yeah. like how's this all working but then when you kind of think about that you're like all right it may just plenty of games do this they go hey we're gonna just take a step basically into like an alternate reality and go imagine if back in the day this shit went down that's what you're doing yeah yeah 
So fun. Yeah. 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 But you know what? I'm just realizing we have been going on and on and on for a little bit. Um, Lexer, I understand Defend the Night had their update recently. Um, I gave it a look. It was, uh, I think, a little overdue, but overall pretty solid. Was there any like main feedback you know you felt like was important for people here if they want to go check it out? If you're a lore junkie, Nolwing has added uh, some very good lore to the story. Uh, a lot of people really enjoyed it because it involves... I can never say the guy's freaking name right. Um, we're, our nickname for him is The Recruit. Yeah. But he's like the first guy you're going to meet when you come in the game. And the, it, it's a little backstory for him and everything. And yeah. um, it's uh, it worked out pretty well. That's solid. Yeah, I mean, I think we got a couple extra screenshots in there that we, we've never shown before. Uh, yeah. It was an interview with with Brian, the lead developer. Saw that. Um, so if you want to know know more about the man, mm -hmm. uh, that this would be the newsletter to go look into. Yeah, and I think there was a community member highlight mm -hmm. as well. I can't yeah. remember who it was, but yeah. to be honest, I don't remember what I had for breakfast, so don't yeah. feel bad. Yeah, definitely worth. I, I, I mean, the lore for me was the takeaway. It's like uh, each of the newsletters usually has a pretty good chunk of lore. At least the this one, and the last one. So, but the last one was the one when they kind of kicked it into gear and started doing something different with it. I think too. So, yeah, nice. We're we're trying to make well because I don't think we're doing the the weekly screenshots or videos anymore. Um, yeah, just because we've scribbles is buckled down <clears throat> to work on the character creator. I mean, we're we're going. Not like, um, not like Black Desert or anything like that, but we are taking a different approach than most MMOs. Hmm. I can't get into details, but you'll find some unexpected things. Okay. Um, and there's been a lot that he's had to overcome with that, like hmm. morphing of of certain parts versus armor and such. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking genitals, so just oh, dang it, dang it! I was I was about to say, oh, uh -oh, man. We, don't no into the giblets. we don't need no cyberpunk thing where you're swinging your dick around walking down the street. <laughs> cyber dick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so not, not not like that. I'm just saying. This. But um, so yeah, he's been really busy with that. Brian has been really busy. I just finished another design for uh, another feature for the game. And actually, I finished two designs. I finished our crafting design, which I'm not going to get into detail. That's fair. Um, and then we did, as many people know, Defend the Night originally started as a tower defense game. Mm. That Scribbles came across, talked to Brian, and then we decided, let's turn it into an MMORPG. Yeah. Um, we're reincorporating some tower defense into it. Mm. So, and it's gonna be fun. Um, but that it it became that particular feature or design became so intricate that uh, Brian's kind of been shackled to his desk so that he can start to work on it. <laughs> there's a there's a lot to. I'm a programmer myself, and I looked at it going, I don't know if I should hand this in. It was, I think, fourteen pages long. Mm. Just the just the design yeah, spec. <laughs> it's like, oh. uh, uh oh, but they so, loved it. So. Yeah, but that that's the reason why we're trying to go 
uh, more meaty on the newsletters versus short, sweet, but because we're not doing the weekly updates anymore. Yeah, I miss yeah. those weekly updates, man. They were they were pretty cool. Yeah, but, it just <clears throat> takes time. You know, a, lot people, a lot of people say, you know, you're just making a video. Yeah, you're just making a video, but you're you're probably recording an hour trying to find yeah. a good segment, you know, or you're having to spawn some mobs to showcase something or mm-hmm. or have to make a character jump in, record, convert. It's, it, it's a freaking ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I think it would, it's better to have large chunks to chew on. Yeah. Versus Chrome. That's just my philosophy. I agree. So before we close this one out, like what games right now do you all feel like are the ones you'd recommend to people who are waiting on their game that might be in development, who are looking for something to play some game that you'd be like, this is what I'm playing right now. This is what I'd recommend. It's been a lot of fun. Something to give to the people, the greater good. I've, I've got two. I've got two. Cool. Um, so uh, we talked about Elder Scrolls Online. I really do think that's a pretty good option for most people in the in 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 our communities because they mm-hmm. probably like either Elder Scrolls or Dungeons and Dragons, and I feel like it's kind of got both. Um, but also, even though uh, somebody here talked crap about it uh, in the show tonight, uh, for people waiting on Pantheon, dude, I know the population sucks. I'm playing it anyway. Just get you a group together on Discord or whatever. Pantheon crowds tend to enjoy EverQuest 2. I'm just yeah. saying. It, it is that it, it it has what you want. You, but you, but nobody plays it hardly. So you have to get a group. You have to get a right. so I'm starting to bring your own playing it. Yeah, bring your own friends. Uh but I'm I've been playing it. We played it live last Tuesday and we're gonna play it at least every Tuesday live with the Pantheon Plus crew. Um and we're gonna play it for a while, right? And then, you know, I'm having so much fun, right? Uh, it has what I want out of an MMO, so I'm actually going to continue beyond that and mm-hmm. get a static going in my community and just keep playing a couple nights a week um, ongoing because uh, you know, I'll get, I'll, we'll get to a point. <laughs> Skyfire, it's a free server, so, uh, you know. Oh, crap, I think that's the one I want. <laughs> it probably is. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got to recommend for any Pantheon <laughs> fans out there, once that old school kind of fix, it's free, and their free model is pretty good. It's not bad it's changed over the years it's not bad everquest 2's free to play model has been decent yeah yeah it doesn't feel uh predatory it doesn't feel predatory mm-hmm. yeah there's, there's there's a few things where i'm kind of like eh, but everyone every, everyone's got to eat i what, guess what, yeah. a, what about you luxor what, what are some games that you'd recommend to people? <laughs> um well i i just played the everspace 2 early access Got through that story. Okay, the controls are a little. <laughs> all, all I can recommend is that increase the dead zone. Only way to make that freaking game playable. Holy crap! Um, I still play a little bit of Hellgate. Let's see what else I got installed here. Mm-hmm. My forty thousand windows. Um, I picked up uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two free yeah. on Epic. I play that uh-huh. with my little nephew, who's twelve years old. Cool. Little bastard can he's better than I am. <laughs> man, um, natural born gamers these days, man. What are you, you going to do? Well, he's he's also my RC buddy for when I go RC racing. Oh, nice, right. So 
he can't beat me at RCs yet, oh. but he can beat me in games. I'm like, uh-huh. ah, I'd be mad. I don't. <laughs> um, I recently installed Return to Reckoning, the Warhammer Online emulator. Oh, nice. How's that going? Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually deviated from the norm and made a healer. What? Um, mm. Just because I'm like, I'm going to mix it up. Well, the healer is <laughs> very different in that game, too. Yeah. It's every, very every, different. Every healer is very different, but yeah. I've only played it like twice in the last week. Uh, um, I, I do want to say real quick that whoever's in charge of that emulator, wow, they did things that the developers promised that never did. Like yeah. raised of this. Have, the developers have done very good. The only problem that I would have to caution people about um, is watch what you say in global chat. Mm. Because if you rub the wrong person and a not happy way they <laughs> don't, don't give you a warning they don't say it they ban your ass and and for anybody that wants to play it be careful with creating content on it um i made a video one time with mm. a bunch of like yeah. uh, emulator games and careful. literally i didn't i didn't even know they could do this yeah. i went back and watched the video because somebody was like you ought to put return to wrecking i was like i did mm-hmm. i went back and watched the video dude they edited that entire section of me talking about that game it was just gone like it yeah. never happened in my you video. Yeah, I, was like, can't, can't I didn't even know they can do that. So yeah, yeah. even yeah. though like the freaking studio doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, they'll delete <laughs> right. it. They'll delete but it. But somebody owns the rights yep. now. EA does, right? Probably. I think EA owns it. They yeah. don't put up a no crap. Like I can't no. put the service still up. Yeah, I mean I, I got a couple of games installed. I don't really play any of them so much because I'm working on two freaking MMOs. A little busy. Yeah. Um but if I if I had to recommend anything, I would say the the Hellgate 2038, go. just because it's a game that you do well, you don't really need people. It's not really an MMO, but they've made it so that it is technically an MMO now, and you can group up with people, you can do stuff. It's it's highly instance-based, very hub-based, but you can still like my my wife plays um an engineer and she has a bunch of pets. Well, I play a summoner now, and I have 22 pets. Yeah, I saw, I saw a video clip of this evidence. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we run around, we have fun. You know, we put things on, we go to the hardest places that we can possibly find, go nuts. Um, don't, I don't play for any real deep experiences because you're not going to find any. <laughs> um, but if you just like to jump in and shoot Smash things like, Diab- like Diablo 2 in, in third person basically with guns oh so that's that's what i if i had to recommend anything i'd say recommend hellgate 2038 so what their diablo mortal game could have been if they had just done something cool with it roger that yeah well the thing is the original hellgate was created (laughs) by diablo or diablo 2 developers no shit that that split off their own game or made their own studio flagship studios um so you'll know that like the inventory systems, just like the Diablo, it's that freaking Tetris style bullshit. Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. Or but, Ultima Online. <laughs> yeah, or Ultima Online. But you know, there are merits. It, it is a fun game, otherwise I wouldn't play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can play a melee guy swinging swords around. You can play a guy that can summon lightning storms and kill everything around you while you're cackle. Or you can be a person with a machine gun or a freaking rocket launcher. 
you know, it's, it's just, it's just different. You know, uh, you know what I've been playing a lot of lately, aside from uh, the Elder Scrolls Online, hmm. Paladin and stuff. I've been playing Modern Warfare. Why, Nathan? Why are you laughing? God just was afraid what you were gonna say. Okay. I'm Mobile like, Legends, <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> I have been. Okay. I actually put a little bit of time in with my community this week and played some Mobile Legends, Bang Bang, and I would welcome all of you to come and join me. And this this uh, this podcast was brought to you by Raid Shadow. No, Legends. it was not. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, no. So you could ever install. Dude, we actually have a lot of fun playing that though. You used to get on there with a few homies, group up, jump in. Like I like a couple nights of the week, man. I've jumped on with like a handful of people. We go, we do some matches, we spank people, beat that ass. You know, we get done, we good. I jump on ESO. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't need to log into a game to spank that ass. <laughs> about, never mind. Never mind. I'm not gonna go with that. Yeah, been playing some Modern good. Warfare uh, with my lady. We've been playing that a little bit. Um, been enjoying it. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I feel like there's a lot to like learn now. I come back to it, but you know, it's Call of Duty, man. Call of Duty has always been one of the games that's had me. Like more I so, like the Modern Warfare one and stuff. Yeah, older older ones like that. I couldn't play the um they remastered Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, but it was just a story and I was like, "Oh, it would have been nice if it was the whole game, but that I, was I, so good." I've I've got three brother-in-laws who are all fucking giant. We're talking like 6 foot the shortest one. I'm 5'9". We all love shooters. They all play Call of Duty Battlefield the work. We used to spend so much time playing those goddamn games until they just turned into Get the MP5 and run around and shoot people from the hip. That's, yeah, you know it, it. The whole game devolved from this highly strategic squad-based combat to just spray and pray. Spray and pray. Oh, yeah. Story is great. You get that. You get that all over, man. So, gentlemen, it's been a hell of a night. It's been a great show. Yeah. Right. Hell yeah. And I think I Hell swore yeah. the least out of everybody. I may, man, you might have. What the? I uh, see what just happened there. Now I'm censoring myself. I don't even, don't even know, man. But, you uh, have one more. The you corruption is slowly uh, seeping in. No, the corruption is I'm so proud. <laughs> Alexa's like, <laughs> he's, getting... he's, trying to turn, he's trying to turn you into a shadow knight. Man. He's always trying to turn me into a shadow knight. <laughs> It'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what, man, everybody, it is, uh, it's been a great one this week and, uh, this is the end of the week for me. So I'm getting ready to go and kick it and relax and have fun. Ashes of Creation has a live stream tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, seeing what the updates are. Um, they did do, which I linked it in our chat earlier. They did do thanks to Nathan for, uh, noting this for me earlier, but there was a post on, um, MMORPG.com in regard to them confirming an in-depth character creator. Um, so that's going on now. Not sure what we're going to see tomorrow on that live stream, but we'll definitely be uh, covering it on the Sunday's Pathfinder show. Gentlemen, why don't you let everybody know your domains, where you reign, where they can find you. Let's start with Nathan. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on YouTube, um, the Nathan Napalm, also on Twitter. Um, and I just want to say, guys, you might want to check me out this weekend. I've got a really uh, good parody coming um, of uh, a classic song uh, that you've probably heard before. Uh, every rose has its thorns i have a hilarious uh parody of that coming so um mmo parody so you might want to come check that out this weekend beautiful beautiful i really love that one parody that you did about uh 
MMOs, I'm coming home. That was a beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lexer, what about you? Where, where can they find you? You can find me on the Defend the Night Discord. You can find that information on that by going to defendthenightgame.com. There you go. I am on Twitter. I am on Minds. I'm not going to tell you my handle because I don't talk about anything that makes any sense. It's all complete opinionated bullshit. And if you actually seek me out, I think you probably need some serious therapy. Man, he always finds a way to bring it home, right? Like, I thought it was going to be all proper. Here's my links. Yeah, but, like, I was like, don't, oh. but don't forget, I'll meet you in your nightmares. Like, <laughs> everybody, this might be the end of our show, but we are looking for more to join the party. Ransom plenty. And until next time, friends, you all stay safe. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you real soon. And remember, I'd rather I'd rather go streaking through a thistle bush than play a paladin. And uh, that's fantastic. See you all later. Bye, everybody. Paladins will bye.